The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Brian Hoppy and Pastis. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour starts in four, three, two. Happy, happy, happy. This is Happy Hour with Happy and Alessia. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. It's not even 2023 yet, Alessia, and we're just sitting here. It's 2022. I just, I don't even hate this year. I just want this year to be over with. Do you feel that? Some parts. I'm not even mad at this year. It's just, this might be the longest year of all time. I can't believe it's 2022. It feels like it needs to be 2023 already. Yeah. So many things happen, but I feel like a good recap on Ryan Hoppy's like rose and thorn of 2022. There's no reason to recap anything, man. Everything's good. (laughs) Life is good, man. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, I don't even know where to begin, man. Like, this past week in my life, man, so much has happened that I'm just happy to be here and I'm happy to entertain you and all of you at 856-49-HOPPY. That's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio and you can always email me ryanhoppyradio at gmail.com and make sure to when you're listening on the iHeartRadio app to message us via the talkback feature and we will be sure to play it on air. Now, Alessia, I want to ask you real quick. Ask me. When's the last time you went to the movie theater? Oh, my God. Years. I can't even actually remember. Actually, years. You're not just saying that to say that, but you've actually not been to the movie theater in years. Yes. And I'm trying to think, what was the last movie I saw? I have no idea. For me, whenever I got free tickets from my old radio job, I saw a lot of movies, but I... Haven't I saw ET? I saw it in the theater not when it first came out. I saw it like six months ago in Pinellas Park, and it was fun. I've seen maybe two movies this year, but those are on dates. But I haven't really gone to the movies in a while, and no one really is. Hollywood has a serious case of the jitters this holiday season. The Avatar sequel didn't meet expectations, and the star-studded epic Babylon and the Whitney Houston biopic are all being called all-out flops. I didn't even know there was a movie about Whitney that came out. I feel like five years ago, if a movie about Whitney came out, we would really care. Well, the thing I just realized is if I'm watching Netflix all day long, like there's no commercials for movie ads, right? So yeah. where would I even know? How would I even know when a movie's coming out? That is a deep point. <laughs> I never thought about that because back 10 years ago, if you're watching 15, 20 years ago, if you're watching TV, you have the movie commercials and then you, you go to the movie and then there's the uh, trailers, but we don't have that now because they're not going to promote the movies when you're watching Hulu. Oh my God. How does the average person figure out when a movie is coming out? I will say I tried to go a few weeks ago with my kids and I was like, let me just look up any kids movie that's like out in theaters right now. None. There was not one kids movie because they're all on Disney Plus. Plus, um, it would have been a minimum of eight bucks. You got eight plus eight plus ten, about twenty-eight bucks to get in. Then they would want candy in that. You're spending about forty-two bucks. 
to go to a movie when you can watch something at home and what the kids want to see will just be out in two months on Amazon Prime. You know what I mean? There's really no point of going to the movie theaters. Even when I go, I go, what could I be using this money on at Publix? Like you just see in the bank account that you spent 32 bucks to go to a movie and you're just like... I feel like a boomer right now. I don't dig the experience. If it was more affordable, for sure. Like, why would you not go? But, oh my gosh, you're right. And this is, oh my gosh, what happened to Blockbuster (laughs) is going to happen to the movies. Alessia, did Florida have second-run movie theaters? Was that a thing here? It was a big thing in Chicago where a movie would be out for six months. I think it died around 2008, 2009, but I remember like seeing This Is It by the Michael Jackson movie or like The Dark Knight in like the second run movie theaters. I don't think that exists anymore. Was that a thing in Florida? Yeah, I think it was. I never went to any of them. And then we even had like the indie movie theater out in on St. Pete Beach. They had like specifically like indie movies, which was cool. Yeah. And I'm sure they had deals on wine too. Like you could have wine and cheese while watching the movie. They're so different than every other movie theater. And there's Cine Bistro in Hyde Park in Tampa. Overpriced. I have never been. If anyone wants to take me, I'm available. But um, oh, oh, they do like the dinner and drinks and the movie. But I hope the movie, like, this is kind of sad, but, like, I hope the movie theater doesn't die because... Why not? Blockbuster died, and I am still heartbroken. Don't live in the past. No. When's the last time you went to the movies? If you were going to the movies... I'm waiting for a Blockbuster comeback. (laughs) Who doesn't want to go? Avatar came out. Avatar came out. A movie about Whitney came out. You're making excuses because you don't want to get older, and you're in denial that these things are outdated. What do you want to bring back? A payphone? Oh my gosh, I can't, my my son has never <laughs> been to the movies and my daughter doesn't really know the movie experience because we never really go. I mean, when she was younger, we would go more. Like I know okay. we saw Coco in theaters, but- I'm sorry, it was, movie sucked. It was the best movie, it cried my eyes out every time. Is that the movie that has The Rock in it? Coco, no, that's Moana. First oh, of all, same I crap. love that one too. <laughs> I love Moana too. When I found out before watching the movie that The Rock was the voice of that character, I couldn't watch it without just picturing The Rock. Speaking, it bothered me. Speaking of The Rock, I have to tell you something. What's up? So on my way here to this podcast, yes. I had this black turtleneck on with like a gold chain and like my high-waisted jeans. And the person watching my kids was like, um... Yeah, so your outfit. And I was like, yeah, it looks good, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you look like The Rock in that one iconic photo of him in like this high black turtleneck and a gold chain. So Everyone I, shows up. I changed my top. You should have brought it. We, I was trying to figure out what type of picture to take to promote the episode. We could have said, is you it The Rock or me. Alessia? <laughs> Yeah. Don't be afraid to be yourself just because you got called out by your babysitter. I loved it, but then I was like, damn, I do fucking look like The Rock right now. You and don't look like The Rock, trust me. Well, I mean, with the turtleneck on. It was you don't look-, look like The Rock, okay? <laughs> you actually have a personality and you don't play the same thing in everything you do. I, I don't mind The Rock, but- I feel like Channing Tatum is, oh my God, so gorgeous. Channing Tatum but is like an Aldi's this- version of The Rock. He, he, an Aldi's version of The Rock. He's just one of those actors that plays like the same thing every time. But I think so many actors always play like the same kind of 
Yeah, they're stereotyped. That's so easy to say. Vin like, Diesel, The Rock. M- Melissa McCartney was a McCarthy, McCartney. Uh, Melissa McCarthy was uh, saying how she gets cast for all these like funny comedic roles. Yeah. And she actually was, you know, specialized in dramatic acting. So. Oh, the million you made off of making crappy movies. Like, what was that movie, Wanda or whatever, where she played the she bank robber? She needed to let her light shine. Mike and Molly, all the money you make off of syndication on the USA Network. Poor Melissa McCarthy. Uh, Cry me a river. I'm just saying, people get stereotyped. And how did we go down this? At least she's getting roles that are like she's the lead of, like the head of the movie. Oh, Melissa McCarthy making okay movies. Take back all the money you made then. If you're so embarrassed, I mean, no. I'd be I'd be embarrassed too if my big move if my big show is Mike and Molly. She Man, was that oppor- show trash? She wanted opportunity for different roles, Ryan. Did you like Mike and Molly? It was such trash. I didn't really watch it, but I was thinking of, um, <laughs> do you know Aziz Ansari? Yeah, the uh, the nun show or whatever it was called, Master of None on uh, Master Netflix. Master of None. Oh my God. Was that a funny show? And then he got me too because he pressured well, a girl and then we were robbed of a funny show because oh of his bad choices. No okay, first of all, I didn't know that part, but yes. going back, I liked that show because he calls out how like, it's like the average star isn't like, you know, you have this like, you know, Indian man as like the main character and a lot of minorities are like the main characters and like, you know, they're highlighting different things that you don't normally see on TV. And I loved that about the show. I was like, this is cool. Representation is cool. And I like it. And I loved that show. I thought it was hilarious when he got canceled because it was like, he just came off like such a weirdo. I feel like he should just Did be shamed. He? I loved him. Oh, no, I love him too. But his thing was, it wasn't like he took advantage of her, but she said no, and he kept asking, and then she said yes. He has a book too, because you know I'm into books. And now he's married to like a scientist, I believe. I don't doubt it. So his book was called Modern Romance, and it like literally depicts all of like the dating apps and mm-hmm. how like modern romance is today. But then he has like these psychologists that help team up with him and like help write the book and they bring all this research to it and it's like this mind-boggling book about modern romance and swiping and how life has changed in the dating world it's so good it's so entertaining how is your dating life oh non-existent why why Uh, oh my god i just why the the thing is like when i'm when i finally put the kids to bed and i'm like on the couch watching the circle that just came out oh my god i'm the biggest circle fan what is that ryan segue if you could be on one tv show like uh, a one one uh reality tv show i mean i did apply for love is blind and I haven't heard back. And I messaged Kyle Abrams. I went to high school with him. The like atheist dude that was on it. I'm not trying to name drop, but I'm saying. Yeah. Ryan would listen. Anyone from love is blind. Ryan and I would be perfect. <laughs> but so that would be your choice. I, have you seen the circle? Because that I wouldn't, I would die to be on that show. No, I have not seen a circle. Explain to me in the what? audience what the circle is. Ryan. Oh my gosh. I can't. Why can't you? If can't. you are listening and you haven't, 
Just go binge watch seasons one through five because it is five seasons addicting, but you don't need to watch all of them. You can start at season five, but basically it's like all these strangers get their own apartment. They can't see each other, but they're being filmed in their own apartment. They're They're all separate. And then you have this like kind of like an Alexa or a Siri, but it's called the circle and you say, Hey circle. And then you're communicating with everybody from the different apartments, but you don't know who's a catfish. Who's really their profile. Who's this? Who's that? It's mm. so entertaining. Oh, it sounds great. Oh my Can't gosh. wait to watch it. Sounds amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it has such a high review of four out of 10 on IMDb. Oh yeah. Everyone's rushing to watch the circle. It is the best show. And okay. First of all, you're going to watch it. Secondly, no, I'm not. talking back about block blockbuster. Yes. Have you gone to a blockbuster? Because I feel like you're so young. It's out of business. Well, I'm oh, so I know. young. I'm almost 30 fucking years old. Of course I went to one. It was called Family Video in the Midwest. Okay, so no. Then you didn't go to Blockbuster. You I went to did. Family Video and you did not get the same experience because oh. Blockbuster is a whole what? other The experience, everyone says, oh, I smelled the popcorn, rented the movie that I wasn't paying it for. Was so- Oh, yeah. so great. Was- Having the late fees that we weren't aware of because our parents paid it. Yeah, it was and if you so didn't, great. If you didn't rewind, you got charged, I think. Like oh, you had so, to rewind so your VHS. But Why I, would you want to have everything right at your remote? It was kind of fun. Let's drive in traffic for 20 minutes. We're living in a pass. It sucked. I know. It was nice to like be able to like walk through the aisles and they had like a uh, foreign section so you could pick out like a French movie or like something. We live different lives, man. Fancy and different. We live different lives, man. I went to the library. It was free. I love the library. Not anymore, because everything's on the app. No one goes to the library. I go, and there's, like, one other person on the second floor, and I'm, like, alone. I used to go there to, like, just be on the computer, because I didn't have a computer at home. It's where I first saw 9-11. I didn't see 9-11 happen in 2001, because we didn't have TV, and I saw it when YouTube first came out, and I began crying in the library. Five years later, everyone's like, why are you crying? I'm like, 9-11's sad. And they're like, yeah, welcome to the party. Wow. How's it going? You want a drink? The library, though, I, I don't know. Like It just died because Speaking of- you have your smartphone. Everyone's got a smartphone, so there's no reason not to go. And if you go to the library, you have a flip phone, and you're probably going to watch pornography. You're probably going to have a good time. But then... What? We're going to turn into Wally, which I know you haven't seen. But at the end of Wally, a Disney movie, everybody is like floating around and they're like lounge chairs, motorized lounge chairs with a screen in front of them, fat as hell because we don't move our bodies anymore to even go to Blockbuster and walk the aisles. Our fingers are just doing the moving for us. There's many reasons I'm glad I don't have kids, but I think the top one is I don't have to pretend to think that Disney movies are good. No, I I actually, before I had children, like only watched Disney animated movies. Not to sound sexist, but you and every female ever, every millennial female. Loves Disney? Yes. Yay! Every, everyone, everybody, everybody, everybody. That's why Disney Plus is a thing and not Universal Plus. Because you imagine if there was Universal Plus and you could watch like, uh, you could watch like, uh, I'm, I'm sure... Paramount Plus has everything from Universal, but let me have this bid for a second. You could ro- watch Road to El Dorado whenever, or all those movies from 2000, Shrek, and that. I know it's Paramount Plus. Shrek, I love. I'm a DreamWorks Plus. Yeah, DreamWorks. DreamWorks is underrated. I know it's Paramount Plus, but Shark Tale is a good movie, man. 
Um, I can't remember that one. It was when Will oh, wait, Smith, Will he played Smith? a fish. Yeah, he had the biggest lips too. Like, why did your fish need giant lips? <sighs> so does Jada. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yes. Following segments been brought to you by Rich Keeley, the best barber in all the Bay Area. Rich Keeley's Barbershop. Come on <laughs> down and get your hair cut by Rich. That was pretty good. RichKeeleyBarber.com. Happy hour. Happy hour. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Do you know much about Andrew Tate? I hate him. (laughs) End of story. Next topic. 90% of what he says sucks. But the 10% about a hot girl getting anybody she wants and dudes. I hate him. I literally think he is just like a misogynistic like piggy. And he's, and did you see how he was talking to Greta? No one gets my girl Greta. I will. I got you, Greta. I got you. Greta Thunberg is clapping back at Andrew Tate with a bliss. What a war. (laughs) I love her. This little bratty Gen Z versus that douchebag oh wow this is riveting greta versus andrew tate i never thought i would see the day no i mean she took on donald trump she clapped back at him after he made some like hey young girl where'd she come from she's an expert on everything even though she was born in 2003 nobody from 2003 is an expert she's a born again something like she is a mastermind of what she does she's driven i've never i mean she's just one of those special people that is just like malala malala was like 12 years old when she started like taking on al-qaeda and like look at her now yeah totally Okay. Greta Thunberg is clapping back at Andrew Tate with a blistering tweet after he boasted to her about his car emissions. The 19-year-old environmental activist went viral on Twitter on Wednesday after landing a quip against the controversy-ridden media personality. Andrew sparked their Twitter feud the day prior when he shared a photo of himself filling up his luxury car with gas and wrote, Hello at Greta Thunberg, I have 33 cars. My Bugatti has a W16 8L quad turbo. Yep. My two Ferrari H12 Competizione have six and a half L V12S. But I act like everything I own is because of my own fortune and not the fact that my dad's the greatest chess player of all time. This is just the start. Please provide your email so I can send a complete list of my car collection. That I, that I earned, not because of my dad and their respective enormous emissions. He's nothing more than some douchebag from Land Lakes who has oh a God. dad that buys everything. That's literally what he is. I agree with 10% of what he, the things about if my girl does OnlyFans and blah, 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 I get to keep all the money because she's mine. That shit's creepy. But when he talks about how hard it is to date as a dude, he's spot on. Ten on ten percent of it. The I, rest of it's I garbage. I literally think he is so out of touch <laughs> with life. It's a character. He's so out of touch with reality, and he is just—he is just uh, ill. The scum on my shoe. Oh wow. He's so terrible. The next day, Greta zinged back, saying, "Yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at small 
smalldickenergy@getalife.com. Default. That's the best tweet ever. Smalldickenergy@getalife.org. Small when I saw that, I was like, <gasps> yes. I was like, yes, Greta. <laughs> I dislike both of them equally, but no. that is a bad ass. Oh, you. oh be, because she's young, we can't have an opinion on her. I'm just saying I don't like her. Why I'm not don't one you of, like her? I'm not one of those creepy- Why uh, don't you like her? She's just annoying. No, because she's badass. And she's well, oh, doing- Whoa, 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 she's so cool. The way she knows things. Wow. What? She's doing good, Ryan, for the world. And Oh, she is? Yes. Why are you even interacting with Andrew Tate? This is what he wants. He-, he came at her, first of all, just like President Don't Trump. Don't even respond. Former President Trump went at Greta yeah. and she clapped back. She changed her bio to like match a tweet. I will say it was creepy when all the supporters, and I'm not, I'm not getting political because I don't vote. I think all fucking politicians suck. But it was creepy when all the Trump supporters were like tweeting about her when she was like 15. Like, that dumb bitch. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're not a deadbeat dad. Yeah, it, it creeped me out. I just find it annoying that... When somebody is smart, we bow down to them. You know what I mean? Like Neil deGrasse Tyson. And it's not me being jealous of their high IQ. I just don't think you're special if you're smart. I don't think you're any different. Just because you know more things. It's less about being smart and more about ambition. You could be smart and sit in a room your whole life. It's like going after it. And she goes after what she's passionate about. You don't think Andrew Tate ambitious? I literally... think that guy has so many issues that he needs to just go spend his money on like getting help because he's so out of touch. He's just going to go through life just out of touch with like what genuinely matters in life. But he doesn't even live here. He lives in like Romania. He's missing out on like the true joys of life because he's so blinded by materialism. What is the true joys of life? Like connecting with people and doing good for others. And this guy's a fucking douchebag that has no, nothing better to do than to clap back at some 19 year old for like her trying to care about the environment. Ryan's checked out. He's picking his fingernails as I speak. No, I'm just thinking about how I despise both of them equally. Because I just find her annoying. I, I don't hate her like the the Trump supporters that were like, that dumb bitch. I respect her. I just don't think she's anything special. Just because she's smart. What is special to you? What would be- Nothing. We're all human. We're all equal. We all poop we in the not, morning. We're we all going to die. All no- we are not all oh, equal. Let me bow down to the greatness of Alessia. <laughs> what do you mean we're not all? We're all equal in, in this life. I think that we are all given an equal opportunity. No, that's wrong too. That's wrong too. Scratch that and I didn't say that. Also, before I had a typo in in what I said, Malala, it was not Al-Qaeda. It was the Taliban. Sorry, I just had to go back and uh, reword what I said. But um, no, we, no, we, no. I saw the (laughs) funniest headline this morning. (laughs) It made me laugh so hard. Because I kind of couldn't believe my eyes. When Obama first came on the scene in like 07, 08, what would you have thought at that point of his marriage with Michelle? Would you have thought that it was a business relationship or back then were you thinking they loved each other? I, and be honest with be honest with me. Okay. Go back to 2008. Yeah. Close our eyes. Michelle and Barack are on TV. Do you look at that couple and say, oh, they're true love or they're a business relationship? I didn't know much about them because I feel like I was still, what what was I? I was still in high school. So I was just like, oh, they seem trendy. 
and woke and they were cool. And But now I've read her whole book, but that was like years ago. I finished her whole book and I got such a better understanding. Like, yeah. Michelle Obama explains why she couldn't stand her husband for 10 years of her marriage. Yeah. Oh, but she's such a feminist the way that she totally was with him. What? Was she? Why are you with somebody you hate for 10 years? Oh, oh, let me go down here. Because you don't just give up on the damn relationship. The core values are there. And it's money, not, money, money. No. Money. She was this. First of all, he, if you read her book, Ryan, <gasps> interned for her and worked underneath her at a law firm in Chicago. Yes. That's how they met. He was working for her. She was way more successful than him. What's the chance he had side chicks? And he was just cheating on her left and right. Okay, first of all, you went from, oh, she was with him for the money, which is completely false. And then you're saying, oh, now he had side chicks. Whatever. People think I'm being catty for saying this. It's like there were 10 years where I she couldn't take my husband. She was not with him for the money. And and the thing is, most marriages, you there is a spell, and people say seasons, right? For better, for worse. The season can last a decade, people. The season can last... A, a damn decade, okay? Oh, totally worth it. Well, it is. It is if you're committed to the end goal. And no, not, just end it. No, what? Ending it's brilliant. Oh, my God. Yeah. Also, I don't have kids. And then when you're on your also, fifth husband or wife. It's awesome. No, then, you're, then you've ended how many relationships because you don't stick it out and you think just because it, you have a rocky season that it should be over and it shouldn't. And good for her. She's speaking out honestly saying my, my marriage is not rose-colored glasses. This is the reality people and at one point i hated him and was annoyed by him he's probably like so us pretentious right now to be around like uh, should i should i just quit when things get hard between us ryan but this we're not dating it's a relationship we hang out an hour a it's week it's a relationship we hang out an hour a week <laughs> no you don't just throw the towel in you work through things ryan professionally or romantically you work through things and at the core she loved probably him cheat on her left and right i'm man. so glad she brought to light that marriage is not all what people paint it to be. For 10 years, while we were trying to build our careers and worrying about school and who's doing what, I was like, arg, this isn't even, Obama's, Michelle Obama said. Yeah, I could totally see her doing 95% of the work. I'm going to work, babe. I, we'll see you later. I could totally see him not even being there, working a nine to seven, coming home at 7.30, like, is dinner ready? Well, Can I watch Jeopardy? Because I'm Barack Obama, and because I talk so proper, that means I'm so smart. Oh, hating. Haters gone hate. I voted hate. for him. He's the last politician I voted for. Haters gone hate. Oh, but if he's <laughs> such a good man, why was a decade of your marriage shitty? I'm not saying you don't he, have the ups and downs. He, she said she couldn't stand him, that she hated him. I Totally worth being married I, to him. I have been there. And if you have been in a long relationship, you have probably been there too with your partner. Maybe you're there right now. But I think you go through those spells and you're throwing new careers in the mix. You're throwing moving in the mix. You're throwing children in the mix. And every time something new comes in the mix, you literally have to like regroup with that person, divvy up responsibilities. And she was right. Sometimes at some seasons in your relationship, you have more responsibility than the other person 
person or responsibilities change and you're the stay-at-home mom and they're the stay-at-home dad and then they're working more than you and then you're working more than them and then who's cooking more meals and then <sighs> you're keeping fucking tabs oh, wow. on everything and tally on like who's doing what Dude. and it's exhausting. It sounds like it. Yes. It sounds like it. You're making me tired and I'm single and my cat barely <laughs> likes me and I'm going, oh my God, do I never want kids. I'm saying. That's, that's why having kids is the worst. So what's you're- the point of having marriage then? You don't believe in marriage is what you're telling me because you say for better or for worse. Probably not because the man gets screwed every time. Wow. (laughs) Why does the man get screwed every time? Please. Oh, tell me that the uh, child support. The man gets screwed every time? The child support is always so equal and the mother's never spent it on clothing and makeup and jewelry wow. oh you're gonna tell me that wow. the that the nba players that knock up the side chicks that they're totally not using the ten thousand a month and five thousand of it is going to themselves well why does we just talked about this a few episodes ago uh-huh. why does kim kardashian need 200 grand a month is that how much school costs no is that how much food costs for her children no but it's like all day living expenses. And I'm sorry, if I'm watching my mm-hmm. children full time, I deserve, and, and we're agreeing that yes. I'm home with the kids and you're paying me child support. I deserve to take some of that money and like self-care myself too. Okay. 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 Wow. This conversation is not over people. It's not over. Well, keep it going then. Enlighten me. Teach me the ways, Alessia. I think that a lot of guys don't pay child support and they should. Oh, no. Well, deadbeat dads make all fucking men look bad. Don't and don't I get, get me wrong. I'm not saying all women use the alimony money on themselves. I'm just saying it's more women than we think. But there are a lot of good there's dads always, that get screwed. Divorce sucks. Breakup suck. There's but, there's always going to be a bad seed that's like not spending the money on their children and spending it on themselves. And I get that. But but, that's, that, but yes, we deserve child support and vice versa. Men will, would deserve it too if it's the other way around and whatever your arrangements are. But going back to marriage, Ryan, you don't just throw in the towel. And kudos to Michelle Obama for being open about her relationship if, with her husband. If Barack Obama is making sandwiches at Jimmy John's, does she hang with him for 30 years? Or is it because maybe he gets her a little bit of clout? I'm not saying no, she didn't she help him. She does not be- want a sandwich making person. She is a top dog at a law firm in Chicago and she wanted someone of her tier. And, and a sandwich pro- maker is not in her tier. You just proved my point. But he went in and then that's you, why they you just, met. You just proved my point. No, I made, I proved no point. They wouldn't have crossed paths because she would have never went for him. You take Barack Hussein Obama. You take the man he is right now. But you remove him. Is he a him, sandwich maker? You, you remove him from being a politician and he goes into making sandwiches. And Michelle Obama is the same person she is with the same clout. And she has two kids with him. Does she keep the marriage going for 30 years? I don't like this hypothetical because she wouldn't have been attracted to him in the first place because he wouldn't have made the type of money to give her the life that she wanted. But she was making more money than him, Ryan. She you was just proved his, my point. She was his boss. You can go down a million hypothetical roads. She made more roads. money than him, but he got her more famous. 
Would, she didn't care about fame. She followed. She then split. why are you with him? You Listen, can have nannies do who, the job. Who read the book? Because I have Obama's book too. Okay, so I'm like two books to one. To, no, to zero to you. I haven't read a book since 2002. You want to debate me on this? I haven't read a book in 21 years, okay? The last book I read was Harry Potter or Captain Underpants, okay? Captain Underpants. You think I'm kidding? You would look like Captain Underpants for Halloween. That should be your thing. And you I'm know not what walking I like around wearing a diaper. I would like to be Wednesday Adams. What's up? And I will come for you. Wednesday Adams. <laughs> Haven't you seen that on Netflix, Ryan? <laughs> The girl with the the middle part and the bangs, the Adams family. Wednesday Adams. It's like only the number one like Netflix show right now, Ryan. Really? Okay, you're gonna be Captain Underpants. I'm gonna be Wednesday Adams. Ryan doesn't know who Wednesday Adams is. This is great. It's only the one trending thing right now. Oh, the the Adams family show? Oh that that called Wednesday Adams because she's the star of the show. Oh, cool. I'm busy watching sports and working out because I'm a dude. I'm not watching an Adams Family show. I saw the first episode with a girl I went on a date with. It was trash. They first episode she was like sharing the apartment with like this bratty blonde girl. Correct. Yeah. It was a oh, so you know what I'm talking about. Now I do, because I saw it with a girl I went on a date with. And that's the only Everything's reason I saw it. Everything's about Ryan and his dates. Every episode, people. One call out an episode. I'm just going to start no, 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 doing no. what Kevin Hart does and say bananas anytime something happens when he can't say we, what's happening. We need to talk about this. I, are you hurt that I call you out every episode? But what is wrong with me talking about the dates I go on? Yeah, you can talk about them. Go, well, why do you have to be passive aggressive? <laughs> Well, what are you being passive aggressive? I think I'm just always passive aggressive in my relationship. But here's what I'm, here's what I'm confused about. Is I'm just saying that's where I saw it. I'm yeah. not. I'm not spending 20 minutes but talking Ken, about every how every Tinder conversation is the same. I just said, <laughs> hey, a girl I went on a few dates with. I saw the show. How many dates do you go on a week? I haven't been on one in like a month. I'm tired of it. What? Well, how did that? How is that possible then? Because Wednesday Adams just came out like less than a month ago. I mean, I went on a date like three weeks ago. Okay. I was at a girl's house watching it. <laughs> I, I was. In like Tampa. He really was people, okay? We can confirm he was at a woman's house. It was just, <laughs> what are you attacking me for? I'm describing my life to you. Uh, Why are you attacking me? Because okay. I've. <laughs> well, you went, you attacked A Greta, single man. You attacked out on Greta. A, you attacked Michelle. And I can't take it. You're attacking my girls, Ryan. So now I'm hyped up and I'm going to pounce back at you. I'm not. But when I'm attacking Greta and Michelle, I'm not attacking their character. I'm just critiquing them. I so respect them. You I Michelle, know they're smarter would, than me. If you were Michelle, what would you do? Divorce him. Why? If I'm unhappy in a marriage, divorce him. Oh divorce him. Uh, Ryan, first of all, answer this question. Yes. Okay. So you're a single man, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Do you have days that fucking suck? Yeah. Do you have bad days? Uh-huh. Yes or no question. Yes or no answers only. Do you have bad days? Yes. Can you just break up with yourself? No, you have to pick yourself back up and you need to keep it going. If I could break up with myself, I would. <laughs> I would dump myself in a second. <laughs> I kind of get it. 
I kind of get it. You can't just end the relationship. Then you would have so many marriages and then you wouldn't stick it out. She didn't like him, but he wasn't abusive. There is nothing. He wasn't abusive. He wasn't cheating. He, oh, totally wasn't. A politician no, not cheating? No. Oh, uh, he was so faithful. I don't that think ten year spell. Not everyone's like that, Ryan. Not I, everyone's I, like that. There are some good people out there in the world. He was not cheating on her that we know of now, people. But all I'm saying is she wasn't divorced. She wasn't wanting to end the relationship. He was still good to her. Things had just shifted and she didn't like the new dynamic. Sometimes the people and, you don't and, expect are the ones that are out there just getting laid every night. Men are pigs. Andrew I'm, not, I'm pig. not denying. Stop listening to Andrew Tate. I don't listen to Andrew Tate. Who I don't is? listen to anybody. Where do you get your information from? I just look up online, listen to radio shows. What information have I said that is wrong? Uh, that you think she should divorce him. Yeah, if you're unhappy in a marriage for 120 months, maybe you should get out and not be with him for the clout. Or you know that long term, eventually the dynamic is going to change. Oh, she, I'm sure they're doing so great. She was unhappy when they were in the White House, but you don't just end the relationship and have many baby daddies because you're unhappy. For Nothing's worse than being in a relationship. I want to know what our listeners think. Would yeah. you have ended it or would you not? 856-49-HOPPY. It's 856-494-6773. Tweet at me, at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Leave us a message on the talkback feature. I'm just saying, when you're in a relationship that you know is going nowhere, the breakup you part sucks. You have to see the big picture. If oh, it wasn't that it wasn't going anywhere. Maybe it's because I don't have kids. They were Maybe it's because I wear a condom and I'm smart and I don't knock up uh -huh. women that I'm not going to love in the long term. Ryan Hoppy. <laughs> Alessia Calandra. What is your middle name? Because I'm John. Ryan John. Yes. Hoppy. Yes. No, that is not how it works. How? How is that not how it works, Alessia? Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm loving this. I'm not mad at you. I don't care. Okay. I'm doing well, a podcast. Explain to me why I'm wrong. Tell all me. right. So if I approached things the way you're approaching them, yes. then I would approach life like that and not just my romantic relationships, but potentially my professional relationships. So if our podcast got hard and- <laughs> But it's not. But if, if things rubbed me the wrong way, then maybe I'd be like, yeah. What could rub throw, you the wrong way? I'm just going to throw in the towel. I'm just going to throw in the towel. This is the next big thing. Why would you leave this? I would never. Because I'm a good person. But you might quit because you're a quitter. Trust me, I got nothing else. Where do you think I'm going to go? Work at a factory? What else do I have? You have Why would I ditch you? You have Luna. You're the most... The cat that barely wants to be around me? Oh, what a life. Oh, yeah. My Luna, the cat that almost dies every day. Oh, I, I love having that thing around. I mean, I do love the cat, but I'm just saying, oh, oh, Luna, yeah. <laughs> Wrong button. Oh, Luna. Yeah, it's things just, got heated. Things got. I'm, heated. But I'm not. But I'm not mad. I do have a random question. I want your thoughts on this. What's uh, up? This is in the news. So we have a Nazi commander who, who is 98 years old, I believe, and she's on trial. And I want your thoughts. Is justice being served, or because she's so old, should we let it go? What are your thoughts on that? I think if you let it go, then you're just letting the past repeat itself. So you agree that despite age, despite 80s, 90s- She's a fucking Nazi! Yeah, commander who killed hundreds of thousands of people. So your thoughts are that, yeah, your thoughts are that she should be tried. She's a dirty, rotten imbecile! 
Why wouldn't you charge her? Who would? Oh, because she's almost dead. She deserves it. So what? Then if Dahmer didn't get caught until he was 98, you're just going to forgive his crimes? Hey, I, I, we agree on something. Look at us. See how our relationship can be restored? There was nothing wrong with our relationship. <laughs> going Because we don't have kids. Going back to this woman, though. Yes. Could you imagine if we had children? Let's not go down that road. Going back to the woman who was a Nazi commander. Yes. She's being tried. I believe she was 98 years old. Um, or was it 89? I'll have to go back and... Probably 98. And so she's 98 years old. Uh, I can't do math. That's not my strong suit. So she is being tried for the death of a million... Not millions... Hundreds of thousands of Jews, at least tens of thousands, and people are debating: should she be tried? And so, of course, of course, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I I agree. I think despite age, if you're caught, you're caught, and you need to be tried, and justice needs to be served. So good, she'll go to prison. That's where we're at. What do they do with the elderly people in prison? You never see the elderly people in prison walking around that have a life sentence and they're like in their 80s or 90s, like hunched over. Like, how do they care for the elderly? It's the, like a nursing home, the, but a prison. The death penalty is the biggest ripoff ever because they get to live a life. I know they're not free. You want the death penalty? Totally, but they wait forever. They're like, we're going to wait until they're 58. Oh my kill, God. Them, kill them tomorrow. No. Kill them tomorrow. Ryan. Fry them. Right. Why are you having sympathy for people that are on death penalty? I, oh, they deserve rights. Those rapists and child touchers and murderers. Oh, they, they deserve rights. I don't think we should play God and kill people. I play think that, something that's fake? Oh, God's totally real. That's why there's poor people in Africa. There's also... there. What? Ryan... John Hoppy. That's why there's poor people in India. That's why there's homeless. Because God's, God's, just, God's just going to save us. Oh, the, the almighty God that totally saved us from COVID. God's not real. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, there's a man in the sky that created it, even though science is So you don't believe in like energy and love and like good versus evil. How do you not believe that there's like a, a higher a higher power? Science. I don't, I just, it's fake. So, I'm, you I'm, know what, Ryan? Go find yourself uh, an apartment in Clearwater. Go join the damn Scientologists over there. I'm atheist as hell. I don't... Why the hell would I want to get followed for the rest of my life? You try to leave that religion, you're there forever. I'm bringing you to church. I'm bringing you to church, and what's going to happen... I went to church for 18 years. I'm confirmed. I'm baptized. I'm first communioned. Yeah, but... The but I never got touched. Yeah, well, I'm glad I'm glad that didn't happen to you. But growing up Catholic is very different. I'm going to take you to a church and things are going to be okay. Listen, we can all have our own beliefs. I'm a lover of all. And I think yeah. every religion is valid and, so, and the <laughs> source of religion is love, Ryan. So not do you Scientology not and not Mormonism. Oh, they don't claim to be religions, do they? I don't know. It says the church is Scientology. Yeah, true. That was a stupid statement. I take that back. Also, Joseph Smith's a weirdo, man. The dude that created Mormonism, like, he would not pass the vibe check at the party. No, there are so many weirdo extremists. I'm just saying God is love. If you're into love, then that's good, and you should spread positivity and kindness. And there is a higher source. No, there's not. There's, okay. There's, there's not. You, you, so you do, can, you, do you believe like- You're a person of tradition. You believe in true love. You believe in relationships I that last in, forever. I believe in true love. No? In a way, you do. That's why I don't date. 
I didn't say I believed in it. I said if you're in a relationship and you're committed, you should try all the you stops before you throw in you're the towel. Good, it's because you're a good person. I'm not a good person. I'm an okay person, but if if an afterlife's real, I'm going to purgatory for two years on probation. I have to pray for I'm you. I'm not a good... <laughs> trust me, I can use all the prayers I can get. Yeah. I ain't offended by prayers. I'm not going to take part in it. So you don't think there are like ghosts and spirits no. that... Okay, so then let me no. let me just tell you about my experience since I was a child. Please tell me. I have, since I was a kid, been able to talk to people that have passed, okay. like relatives. Okay. I can't tap into everybody, mm-hmm. but they have come to me and told me they're at peace or they have come to me in visions, not just dreams, people. My daughter came to me before I gave birth to her. He's cutting me off. What do, what do we want? I'm just playing X-Files music to set the mood. Oh my gosh. So my daughter- yes. Before I gave birth, before I even knew I was pregnant, came to me in a vision. My son, before I found out I was pregnant, came to me. I saw my ex's grandmother. I've seen uh, uncles of mine that have passed. I've seen grand- my grandfather. Like, I have had experiences. Like, I know for 100% okay. fact. Maybe you should read some books on this. Gonna- oh, yeah. I'm going to read a book. <laughs> oh, my God. When the hell am I going to read? When am <sighs> I going to read? Breathe with me, people. Breathe. What are you mad about? We disagree. Yeah, oh, it, it would be such a good podcast if we agreed on everything. So do you believe like Jesus walked no. the earth? No. Well, I believe he was, he was the Gary V of the BC times. He was oh, just some dude God. that showed up and said a bunch of motivational things. Oh my goodness. Okay. We're going to go. Oh over- yeah. The, the Virgin Mary. Let's go over that concept. Okay, let's go over it. What do you think? She liked having sex and she was embarrassed. Oh, I'm a virgin. No, you're not. It's okay to have sex. I'm not slut shaming her, but she was not a virgin. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Virgin Mary. So it wasn't the immaculate conception. None of it's real. It's a book. They should make a religion off of Harry Potter. It's the same thing. But it's you fiction. know, but you oh, know. And, and a book that's been passed down for 2023 years is totally not going to be rewritten and totally read by creeps who make money like all oh, the preachers that are millionaires. Oh, religion's totally worth it. Well, I do believe that it's about your own personal relationship with God and not just going to a church necessarily. God is a concept. People no- are human and they are corrupt and they will corrupt you. And there are those people that have changed the translations of the Bibles and, and thrown in their own interpretation and preached it and gotten weird followers to drink Kool-Aid. Yes, I am acknowledging there are the creeps, but it's about your own personal relationship with God. And I do believe there's a higher power that directs us. There are angels that, that help guide us through life. And I don't think things are by accident. And I do believe that I have seen things from a young age. So you're, are you saying that I did not see the, the visions that I've had? I don't want to tell you what I think. Oh my God. Well, I did. I believe you saw it. I don't believe it's what you think it is. I believe it's your brain and your serotonin and your dopamine. It, it showed something. Which is funny because I'm I, the one between us that isn't doing drugs, but <laughs> like marijuana. You does. are very, very smart and you're very creative. And I think all the visions you had, you could write a fictional book about it. It was your brain showing you visions. No, Ryan, no. If you, you want, know what? If you're I'm a not medium, hating on- if you're a medium, call into the show. We would love to oh. have you on. 
please. There's never been a radio show that's had a medium on. Hey, you know what else we should do? We should we should have a lawyer on to give out lawyer advice. Well, bring them both. Okay. Um, a medium and a lawyer. What are your top podcasts you listen to? Let's let's get the difference between my top three, your top three. Go. Mine are just old radio shows. I don't listen to like the typical podcast. I'm not listening to the the true crime podcast before I go to bed and then wondering why I'm dreaming about murderers. If you're into murder or the free Britney podcast, I I don't vibe with you. You're not someone I want to hang out with. You're a bandwagon jumper with no original personality. So you need to listen to the trends because you're a sheep. Um, okay, so my podcast, oh, please. I love how I just totally, so I like We Can Do Hard Things by Glennon Doyle okay. and Abby Wambach. Glennon Doyle is a motivational speaker. Abby Wambach is an Olympic gold medalist for um, soccer, women's yeah. soccer, USA. And I love Man Enough by Justin Valdoni, Breaking Down Masculinity. And then I would say Call Her Daddy's like up there too. I'm trying to scroll to see, but it's mostly- Daddy gang. Daddy gang. No, I think those are, <sighs> I think those are necessary podcasts. Yeah. They are. They're really good. Speaking of cheating, we got this right here. <laughs> took, took her long enough to break up with him. She was totally with him for his riveting personality. It looks like TJ Holmes has closed the chapter on his marriage. The good. So he closed it. He's the one that cheated on her, the guy from Good Morning America. And then he's the one that ends it. She didn't even end it. She didn't end it first. Wait, he stayed with his wife? No, he, he left his wife? After he cheated on her with the news anchor, she didn't even divorce him first. Aww. At least when the Celtics coach cheated on his wife with the like people from the office or whatever. I just. Damn. The moment you get cheated on, you should break up immediately. That's when so you sad. try to make it work. Mm. You're pathetic. I have no respect for you if you try to make it work. I'm sorry. Think <laughs> about what that person did with the other person. No one wants. Uh, here we go. Bodily fluids. Okay. I knew what you. <laughs> it looks like T.J. Holmes has closed the chapter on his marriage. The Good Morning America anchor reportedly filed for divorce from Mary Lee Feibig on December 28th in New York City after 12 years of marriage, oh, yeah. according to multiple publications. And 12 years of infidelity. The reported filing comes nearly one month after news first broke about his alleged affair with his GMA3 co-anchor, Amy Robach. She looks like any side chick you would see at any fancy place looking to meet a sugar daddy for the night. She looks like anybody you would see at like Burns. It's like, oh my God, who can I cheat on my husband with tonight? And just two days after the duo was seen in Atlanta's airport, seemingly traveling for the holidays together. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, by the way, do you know that look? I'm, do you ever like go to a fancy place and you see the people that don't have personalities? It's the dudes wearing the nice suits and they got the Apple Watch on and they smell real good and they're at the bar getting the overpriced drink that barely has any booze. And then there's the women there that have the personal, personality of a dead rat that died while eating a saltine cracker and they're just mingling and you're like, they're both cheating on their partners tonight. There's a certain look to I it. I think so many people in Tampa Bay are like this. Like I think everybody in South Tampa, literally everybody, everybody. No, it's sad. when you hear about the, like inf- when you see this, does this make you feel sad or are you just like, whatever? I'm sad for them. Cause they're just sluts. And I'm, 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 I'm the person I'm saddest for is T 
TJ Holmes's wife who had to be divorced. She didn't leave him. The moment I find out he's banging washed up Amy Robach and not me because she's gorgeous, they always cheat with the lesser attractive person. And the fact that he cheated, so? the fact that he cheated on her and had other side chicks that were allegedly reported, and he had to divorce her, he left with all the power, and she's nothing. I'm sorry. Oh man, that's deep. That is deep. You it's think true. his ex-wife, well, soon to be, is is more attractive than her? Oh, totally. She's. I never liked Amy Robach. The way she reports, she just has side chick energy, just like a deviant, awful woman. Yeah, she slid in there. A real Tuesday. Yeah, she slid. I could tell just looking at her face right now in this clip. Like, a marriage ruiner. Oh, it makes me so, I don't. She's so hot. TJ Holmes' original wife, she's got boring wife material. Like just wants to watch Netflix all night and not leave the house. And he's got, I work out all day, so I got adrenaline and I must go out and have sex. I, he, I think the glamour got to him. Look at him. Like he's eating up this roll. He's eating up his hot coho. What literally? A part of me <laughs> wonders. So we're looking at a picture of them at the Good Morning America desk. What is the chance that they had sex on that desk? I say they did. There's no way in hell. It's not one in the morning and they're not just going at it on that desk. They totally banged on that desk. You they think? totally, oh, look at the way they're hanging out together. They're like, yeah, we are. Yeah, you you get the point. Oh my gosh, I it makes me so sad. But then at the same time, like you know what you should be worried about, uh, Alessia succeeding on Hinge. Oh to, my gosh! Oh, giving one of my closest friends confidence that she would kick it that she would kick ass on a dating app. Oh, oh. I have been on Hinge. I have been swiping. How has that been going? It's going. It's going. Okay. You know, life is different. Here's what I will say. I think that at our age, at my age, people yes. just expect to have kids or to have an ex-wife or whatever. And so men are more open to me having children yeah. um, because I think it's just the age. So what I, I keep hearing from them is like, oh, it's the age. Of course you do. Oh, it's the age. So I'm yeah. like, damn, I'm at an age. Okay. I'm at an age where men expect this. So it's different in that sense for me where I'm like, oh, I'm older. I'm not like in my 20s. I'm not in college dating. Like I felt like in college, it was so carefree and so easy for me to like lock down a guy, like no problem. And like now I'm kind of like, you have to be more, you know, cautious. You have to kind of, not everyone, not everyone's a winner. But where did all those relationships go when you tried to lock down a guy? Why aren't they here? Maybe this new approach of taking it slow is what you need. Yes. Maybe you always need to be in a relationship because you always feel like you need to be with somebody and you're afraid to be alone. I have not been in one though. If that was the case, then I would have been in a relationship nonstop and I haven't. When was the last time you were in one? My last relationship. When was the breakup? Okay, so we were engaged two years ago. Okay. So like two, a year and a half ago. I, You've been single for a year and a half? But it's been like on and off for 10 years. So oh I basically say God, like a You're decade. one of those. Yeah. You could do so much better. I'm excited for what's to come in 2023. I'm I not. hope it's, it's like a nice trip to Italy. I hope it's like a hot Italian guy, maybe Spanish, like abs. Why couldn't you get that? Why are you thinking this is so out of reach? No, I'm someone not, is baby, I'm going for it. I'm coming for you. I don't know yeah, where you are. you are in the world, but I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. I just 
I, w- I worry about you. I, I really do. <laughs> I will say that like- I, You give a lot of mixed signals at all times. Oh my God. What was my- mi- I'm, I'm just trying to be more positive. You say I'm Good. not positive. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to manifest this like dream. Oh, uh, you bust my balls. But when I bust your balls, you get all, tell me, all uptight. Tell me, tell me, tell me what I am hypocritical about. When I bust your balls, yeah. you get offended, but then you can bust my balls about talking about going on dates. <laughs> and you're like, oh, we can't go a whole podcast without Ryan talking about going on dates. <laughs> but then I bust your balls for acting like you're not a beautiful woman that can't get any guy. And you're like, oh, I, relax. <laughs> Why do you self-sabotage yourself? I'm what not are you- self-sabotaging. You I've been on the app. I am open to it. I was making a, a statement that I'm at an age now that is different than the other ages I have been because now men are making statements. You should date a 22-year-old. It'd be hilarious. There was a guy that I was playing pickleball with that I think was like 24. <gasps> yeah. And I was like, damn, that's like almost a decade. But I know I, I don't think, I mean, it would never, he was into somebody else anyways, but I'm just saying. Why do you say, I don't you th- have no confidence. No, I know he was because he told us he was you into. You could have worked for it. did not know. Who was it? Amy Robach he was into? <laughs> no, he was into another player from pickleball, which was totally fine. And I'm really glad. I, I feel like, I feel like people that are boring play pickleball. Oh my God, it's so much fun. And we just went out to Lala and St. Pete into like the karaoke room. It was so much fun. If if hell is real, it's a karaoke room. Stop it. You would love a karaoke room. No, I wouldn't. Hand you a mic and you're like, sing it. What song would you sing, Ryan? What would your song be if you had to sing a karaoke song? And then I'll tell you what I sang. But I want you to guess Uh, first. I don't you tell me your song. I want to see if I can find my karaoke video from like four years ago. See, look, you have a karaoke video. And I'll tell you, do you think my song, like give me the genre of what kind of song you think I sang? Like 90s R&B. <laughs> I sang Cheryl Crow and Kid Rock Picture. That's what I sang. And then I sang Paramore. And then I sang Hawthorne Heights, which no one will know. I sang some like random stuff, but it was so much fun. I really enjoyed it there and the service was great. So check out Lala in St. Pete. Oh, okay. So you, do you really want me to go to karaoke bars? Well, I want to know what you would sing. I think it would be so interesting. You know the song Pork and Beans by uh, Weezer? No. They say I need some rain to put in my hair. The other six foot eight idiots. I can't. Oh, but I, I gotta do karaoke, Alessia. Here comes the best part. like nine I beers lit. in. I can't tell. If I was like 10 beers in. I can't tell if like you're genuinely like that's your singing voice. <laughs> There's someone that's listening to our my show at a, red, at a red light. My ears hurt. <laughs> I feel bad for the person that had the windows down that was listening to this and they were like, what are you listening to? My Ryan, happy out. Oh, that makes sense. My, my ears hurt. <laughs> and I thought I couldn't tell if you were joking or if genuinely like that was your voice. I can barely speak. Why did you think I could sing? 
One what made you think oh that I was going to be this great singer? Ryan Hoppy, oh, he can really bust out a tune. <laughs> well, when did you think that was going to happen? No, I didn't. Are I, you crazy? I never thought that. I actually just thought it would be really entertaining, but that was not entertaining. That was like, <laughs> that was hard. Like, I'm still coming down from like watching that. <laughs> what a hell, dude. How long is this? It's been an hour. You want to end it? I don't know. Do you want to end it? You're quick to throw in the towel, Ryan. I'm sure you do want to end it. Happy hour. Happy hour. And like that, he's gone. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.